Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm with Nick of Six Feet. Were you born in Miami or? Yeah, I was born in Miami, born and raised out there. Oh, and your parents are from there as well? Um, yeah, my parents are like Haitian Dominican. Oh. And stuff. What do they right. do? My mom is an accountant and my dad, like he was working at for like the, the electric company or something. Mm -hmm. But he had like a lot, like a lot of other jobs and stuff. But he, yeah. He worked a lot of different places. What kind of music were they playing in the house when you were growing up? I, I listen to mostly like the radio stuff like my I mostly grew up with my mom and she like she would play what is it like R&B like 90s R&B all the time but I wasn't really into it I didn't really like music like that you didn't no I was actually into metal <laughs> oh what like, yeah I listened to like metal and rock and stuff. did your friend show you that or no it's because like when I was little I had this game on um, Guitar Hero mm -hmm. and I would just play it all the time and I liked the music on there so I just like played it. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just like like the songs, so I would just like download them and just listen to them all the time. Like I listen to a lot of Metallica and like Iron Maiden and oh. stuff that everyone's wearing on their shirts nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you describe yourself back then growing up? I was always like a weird kid. I was always like, I mean, I had a lot of friends, but I, I asked a lot of questions, so like people didn't like being around me because I would just ask a lot of questions. And I think it's like funny because now I, I'm an interviewer. So yeah. It's like, I guess so I you were like the annoying kid in, in class? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but you knew, so, oh, so you were just like curious. Yeah, about I was everything. always a very curious person. My mom wasn't, she was not very patient, so she would like shoot down on my questions. Like, I would ask so many questions. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were your like favorite subjects back then? I was really into art. I didn't really like learning art in school because all I liked to do was draw. And they would make me like do a. You know, like painting and knife cutting, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just wanted to draw. I didn't really. I wasn't really into school too much. Like I liked writing. I didn't like writing. I was just really good at it. So you know, when you're good at something, you like to do it. Mm -hmm. So I was always really good at writing because I wasn't gifted. So they would always make me write like every day. Oh, so you yeah. kind of always knew that you would be creative. Yeah, like be in a creative after school. Yeah, I wasn't even into music. I didn't. Because all they would play is like classical music. So that wasn't really what I was into. Mm -hmm. But I like music, but it's not like... School just made me like think it was boring, you know? Were you listening to something in between like Metallica and electronic music? Or did you go from that to the electronic? Um, I listened to, yeah, like alternative rock and like stuff on the radio. I, I mean, I listened to pretty much everything. I even like, like Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was one of my yeah. favorite artists. All their pop music so catchy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, how, how did you find electronic music? Um, well, in Miami, it's like a really big, like, there was a really big scene of electronic music. I actually listened to, um, there was a song, I don't, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was before it, but Foxes and Zed made a song, I forgot the name of it. Mm -hmm. Um, it goes, you are a piece of okay. me, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I forgot the name it's of huge. it. huge. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how I got into it. Yeah. I just know it. EDM was like everywhere, cause you know we had Ultra and everything. So whenever Ultra came out, came around, the radio stations would just blast EDM oh. music all the time. So just to, to get people pumped for Ultra. That's cool. Yeah, and I went to um, 
Life in Color, and I, like, mm. going to Life in Color was like the first time I ever been to like a like a rave kind of like like a festival, and I actually knew all the people like performing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then how did you get more into the rap? Into rap, I actually hated rap. Honestly, I was not a rap fan at all. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really stupid. <laughs> Cause I thought like like the messages or every, like I didn't like anything sound. about it, but then like now like as I got older I realized I just didn't like that music going out like back then. Cause mm -hmm. I like the rap nowadays like like I like Famous Dex and Lil Pump and like XXX like, Temptation and like you know all the now the new rappers. I don't really like '90s rap. I'm not oh. really like the biggest '90s rap fan. Yeah. I like 2000s. Like I pretty much don't like anything before 2013. <laughs> For 2012. Damn. <laughs> I was in the a fan. Because I was listening to EDM. Uh, what age did you start making your own music? Um, when I graduated, well, I was like, it depends, like, because I started rapping first and then I was making EDM music. Oh. Like, I was, like, when I was in um, ninth grade, I wrote my first rap just because my friends, like, told me to. They're like, oh, write a rap. And I was like, what should I write, rap about? They're like, I don't know, make a rap about ham and cheese. So mm -hmm. And it was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I would just, like, be in school just writing raps all day. Just, like, rhyming words and whatever. Because I was always, like, a very literary person. Oh, so, yeah, because like, you're good at yeah. English. So I was always good with wordplay and, like, metaphors and stuff. And just, like... Because, I, like, I was actually, back then, I was into, like, more lyrical stuff. So I would make my raps, like, super lyrical. But then, like, I also listened to EDM. So, like, I would take lyrics from EDM and put them, like, you know that style but with the EDM I started yeah. making in 2013 when I graduated high school I got my first program Logic mm -hmm. well I got GarageBand and then I bought Logic and they had um, I was watching YouTube tutorials on how to make EDM and that's when um, I was making dubstep a lot mm -hmm. I really like um, Night Party okay yeah Night Party was like one of my favorite um, DJs and I was just making stuff like that and I was looking up tutorials and then all of a sudden um Kaigo came out. That's when I really got into Tropical House. And I was just making, like, oh. trying to make Tropical House beats. Because yeah. I really love really Kaigo. Were you listening? I like that also, like, you know, like, Thomas Jack. Yeah. I interviewed Thomas Jack, oh, Manila Killa. Really? Who else is, like, really? I think. Matoma. Oh, oh, I interviewed Matoma, yeah. Really? I love Matoma. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, it was so refreshing. Yeah. And I, you just listened to it, you felt like you are on the beach. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah. like, because I was working at the home. I had a job where, like, it was by the beach, and it was like, the way to drive there was very nice, right? It was very scenic, mm -hmm. compared to like driving on the highway, I guess. So I would always take the long way, and I would always listen to like Tropical House, like I'll listen to Tropical House mixes and stuff, mm -hmm. and it was very really relaxing, like I'll be so yeah. relaxed. So that was like my escape, just like listening to like Tropical House and stuff mm -hmm. on the way there, just like little remixes. Mm -hmm. And how long after that did you start the interviews? Um, I started them last year. 20, oh. 2017 cuz uh I was I was rapping and I was doing like shows and stuff and I had a little hype behind my name cuz I had like made this song about like in Miami we have um, a store called Publix mm -hmm. it's called um they sell these sandwiches called chicken tender subs mm -hmm. so I made a song about it and then it like kind of blew up so yeah. then I was like performing and I, like I was getting a little buzz behind my name and as I was going to the shows like you know like XXX Temptation and and them like members only and stuff. They were, um, they're, they were, just came out of Miami and they just like blew up. So I was going to all their shows and I knew everyone from there. So I was meeting so many people 
And I was like, what can I do with all these people I know, you know? And I was always like watching interviews and like watching stuff, seeing what I should do next. Who are you watching? I watched No Jumper a lot, mm -hmm. of course. I watched DJ Academics, I watched um, Hot 97, The Breakfast Club. Like pretty much, I just look up like interviews and stuff. And it was funny because the big interviews I watched, they're not really that helpful, you know? Because mm -hmm. they mostly just talk about what the artist has like going on. Like, oh now. yeah, that's what I hate. Yeah, so PR like, people are just pushing you to talk about a song. Yeah, exactly. So that's all I would hear. Or they would talk about some drama, but they're not really giving me any insight as to what I should do next, you know? Mm -hmm. So the only place that I could actually under, like hear that was on the jumper, because he actually talked about like he had, like the like lawyer stuff and like PR stuff. Mm -hmm. He talked about that, like. Everyone would give like insight into the real music industry, as opposed to like radio interviews. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this whole time you were, or how long have you been in college now? I don't like saying that. <laughs> you don't want to talk about college? Yet. <laughs> no, because I've been there for out. five years. Oh. And I only have my associates. Yeah. But it's like because I don't really like take college that serious, because I don't know. You're I'm doing it for your parents. Yeah, pretty much. Because I already have like stuff going on for me, you know? Mm -hmm. But my mom just wants me to go to college. Yeah. yeah. Well, so is she supportive of this interview stuff or not really? Did she when get I, it? When I tell her that someone she likes wants to do an interview with me, then she's supportive. So she listens to rap? <laughs> no, nah, she likes r and stuff. My parents don't know any, anyone that I've interviewed. No, what? <laughs> my parents don't know anyone that I've interviewed. Really? Yeah. No, my mom? Yeah, my mom either. Because <laughs> I interview underground rappers. So like, my mom, like, my mom hates all that stuff. Like, she hates, like... I mean, she doesn't hate XXXTentacion, but she likes, she likes like one song, but she hates like all that music. Cause I'm oh, always playing it whenever I'm in the car with her. And like, you know, he screams and stuff. Yeah. So like, she's like, she gets so mad whenever I play that stuff. Yeah. And there was cuss, like there was curse and everything. So she hates that. I heard that. They, have, they probably have no idea of like all really? the artists I interview, yeah. <laughs> do they like, do they like EDM? No. Really? I mean, they don't, I never really showed it to them and like never, my mom Nothing hates, that came up in conversation, really. My mom hates dubstep, like, all that, <laughs> like, all that stuff. Maybe she she'll like Tropical that. House. She does That's like, something yeah. that I feel like I could show my parents. Yeah, show your parents Tropical House. Tropical House is so nice, you know, it's like yeah. so... Probably like elevator music to them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but not like when, Ka when Kaigo came out, everyone was on like Kaigo. Yeah. Because he was always on the radio and there was like a... <laughs> there was like a whole wave of just Kaigo. And just like that, so... Mm -hmm. And so, like, what are you studying? Um, I'm doing business. Oh. I was doing film. Yeah. Yeah, I was studying film because I was doing edits. Because honestly, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. So I like I liked being a rapper because it made me self-sufficient, and it made me like want to have to like it made me do everything by myself. So I had to do my own graphics. I had to do my own editing. Mm -hmm. I had to do my own like engineering, my own production, writing, whatever. Mm -hmm. So like doing all that stuff, I realized you know what. Rapping isn't really that great. I know how to do this. This is more fun. So like, I like editing. Mm -hmm. I like producing. I like Photoshop. I like, you know, mm -hmm. I like all that stuff and other, other things. I found you through like Adam's interview. It came up like on the recommended. Huh. Um, but like, who are you? You were mostly interviewing your friends, right? And then yeah. catching. So would you like, like wait for the rapper to finish? Like, what, what would you do for the early ones that weren't your friends? I mean, some people hit me up. They were like, oh, I like what you're doing for the culture. This is an interview. So I'm like, all right. Other times I go to festivals or like shows. 
I wait for like I would honestly like wait five hours for an artist. Mm -hmm. My friends would hate going out with me so much because I made them like stay there because mm -hmm. they would be so annoyed. And but the rappers are down. I don't know. Sometimes. Oh, sometimes. I gotta catch them when it's good. They always say they're because I'm cool with like a lot of rappers' managers, so mm -hmm. they're always like, "Oh, you just gotta catch them when they're like at the right time. You gotta do it when so they're different. feeling it." Wow. Yeah. So it's like. Have you ever had to like take some stuff down? Maybe they weren't yeah. in the mood. Yeah. Same. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it just like frustrate you? Because it's like, what do we do it for? Yeah. And I'm like, I can, YouTube has like the function to edit certain things out. Yeah. So I'm like, if there's a specific segment, I can edit it out rather than take it, take the whole interview down. At first I was upset. I've done like 200 interviews in like five months. So like I've done a lot bigger artists than the people that asked me to take it down. So I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like trying to like also weed it out too. To like, because a lot of people tell me not to like do so many underground artists, to like focus on the big artists. So like, I would like to have mostly big artists, but like you know, keep it with the you know, underground artists also. Because mm -hmm. that's what people want to watch. People want to watch people they know. You know. Yeah, and then like the ones that you were able to like just catch them when they're chilling. Um, was it just from like your previous knowledge of like knowing their music? You didn't really research them, or did you like yeah, I research? Don't, I don't research them. Yeah, so it's just like your general like hip hop knowledge that you're able to like yeah. conduct these interviews. I mean, because you know, like when you go to shows and stuff, everyone's talking, everyone has the same conversation. Oh, no one in Miami wants to help anybody. Everyone is selfish. But it's just funny because all those conversations are being had in other places. Like I come to LA, they say because Miami, they're like. Oh, I want to go to LA because no one wants to help me anyone here. So I go to LA. Oh, I don't want to go. To, I want to go to Miami. Everyone helps each other in Miami. They don't help each other in LA. So it's like everyone's having these conversations. You know, mm -hmm. no one's really collaborating. No one mm -hmm. wants to collaborate. Yeah. And I saw that as a problem. So like my way of collaborating with people is during you know, interviews. This is a collaboration. Like we're collaborating right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I feel like I'm helping the problem because I showed a lot of people have told me that I showed. Miami the way to help like other like that's okay to help other artists out you know mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how much clout you have like, it doesn't matter how much like how known you are or how like I would say like it doesn't matter you, you know what I mean like, mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter just yeah. like you're here you guys both you guys both have the same goal you might as well just do it together you know mm -hmm. and what's the decision to do some like more t tutorials on your site like yeah i think it was a combination of like the interviews and then like advice yeah you do a lot of advice stuff because the reason i do the advice is because like people don't want to watch like a whole hour long interview sometimes because they don't have time i understand that people watch interviews on their own time so like i just like you know all the stuff i learn from interviewing people i just like you know condense it into like you know here's here's a fact here's a tip mm -hmm. you know i learned this from this person here's what i learned you know so it's like more consumable because it's like two minutes mm -hmm. and I try to make them super quick just give them like a quick tip just so they can click it and they're like oh, okay because these are the things I was looking for when I was an artist I wanted to know how to book my first shows I wanted to know how to promote my music I wanted to know how to network with artists you know I wanted to know all that stuff so mm -hmm. I watched thousands and thousands of hours of, in of interviews I did thousands of hours of interviews and now I'm just like giving out know what I learned mm -hmm. so they don't have to do all that stuff that I did
And have you always been putting out like the individual songs on our channel? Or is that more of a recent thing, like artist uh, songs? Yeah, the art artist songs. Yeah, I really didn't want to put artist songs on my channel, but then I saw like how big it could be. Like I just saw, I just looked into the future, like long term, and mm -hmm. I thought oh, that might be like a better choice for me to do. Mm -hmm. And is it mostly like artists reaching out to you, or did you like find some that you really like and like can I put that on my channel? They're mostly artists that reach out to me and I listen to them and I'm like, oh, okay, this sounds pretty good. So, you know, I don't mm -hmm. want to just put like, whatever. Have you always diversified from the beginning? Because you also do a lot of like IG models and people like outside of rap. Oh yeah, I do. Um, honestly, it's just people that influence me mostly. Like if I've heard their name, if I've like, you know, seen their work, if I like their stuff, if I take an interest to it or they like impacted my life, then I'll interview them because mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's yeah. who I like draw inspiration. And it's like kind of cool like meeting all these people. Like I was a big Metro Zoo fan, and I got to meet them and I got to interview them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like I got to meet my idol. How did like the Yes Jules interview come about? Oh, Jules was super cool. Um, I hit her up. She was like, I'm down. I'm with it. And mm -hmm. it like led to other interviews too. So. What do you usually say when you like hit people up, like for advice for people who want to start? Do they just like list out like the big people you interview? Pitch. Hang on to interview. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I mean, yeah, like it's so funny because everyone, I mean, I have a template I said to people. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, like, I don't want to say what it is, but <laughs> I have a template. No advice now. <laughs> the advice yeah. time is gone. This is all. Confidential, <laughs> but it's so funny because, yeah, like when I tell like people that help me out, I'm like, yo, can you like in, like reach out to this person? You know them? They're like, all right, send me the template. I'm like, you don't need a template. Just say, yo, you know, hey, because everyone, you know, everyone is a human being. You know, everyone is gonna like, you know, they're people too. Mm -hmm. Just hit them up. Hey, how would you hit up your friend? Hey, what's up? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Some people respect that. Some people, I mean, there, there's a line between like profession, professionalism and you know, just like just feeling a vibe, mm -hmm. and just like reaching out to. Because I feel like I'm really professional, so even if I hit them up like in an unconventional way, like yo, or yo, you know, because I hate when people hit me up like that, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I mean, sometimes it's effective. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you had like a hundred thousand dollars put towards your show, what do you do with the money? I buy a plate, a spot, mm -hmm. and new audio. <laughs> yeah. And the same format. Yeah, I, I pretty much. Because another thing with like a spot is that like, I also be limited. You know, I don't want to be limited to it. Because mm -hmm. then people are gonna expect me to always be at the spot. Like they still do now. Mm -hmm. And it's not always like that easy to like. Yeah. Find a spot that's like. Because sometimes, yeah, I'll have a spot, but then people were like, oh. You're too far. Like, can you come to me? You know, they'll, yeah. still, they'll still do that. Because I have a spot and then they still ask me to come to them. <laughs> so I don't, I don't see how that's going to change. Mm -hmm. What's your like biggest goal for your channel? A million subs. You want like subs or like do you see it growing to be on like Netflix or? I mean, I, I, I feel like the future of content is on YouTube mm -hmm. just because you know I don't watch TV I watch YouTube like I'm watching YouTube videos all the time mm -hmm. I don't really watch TV so 
I want to have a lot of followers just so I can help other artists. Because if I have a million followers or subscribers or whatever, they're gonna see it as an opportunity to promote themselves. So, you know, it's, it's promotion. I'll mm -hmm. help them out. Yeah. So that's like a really big goal for me to get rid of a million subs. Mm -hmm. What would you say have been like the kind of the spikes that your channel has had? Like certain things that you did, um, like certain interviews. The biggest, well, because like, I keep track of everything. Yeah. And I noticed that, like, well, when I did the Lil Tracy interview. Yeah, that yeah, that also came up for me. Yeah, that one. Um, I got 600 subscribers that day. Oh wow. Yeah, that one was like the fastest growing one. I also did Trap Star, and he he's my biggest interview right now. And it's funny because Trap Star was like shout out to Trap Star by the way. He's like really making moves out in Miami. Like he's really big. Mm -hmm. So like, it's funny because he was the first, cause I was like kind of depressed this year, like in 2017. Cause I was like, damn, I'm not really gonna get any more like big interviews. Like I was feeling down and doubting myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, I won't really get any big interviews. Like I saw everything going really slowly. And I was like, maybe I should stop doing this. I was really in a deep, like a dark place with it. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about quitting. Cause it was already the end of the year and I didn't really have too much to show for it. And then, like all I had was really was like the Adam and the Lil Tracy interview and the Smoke Kirk one. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't really have like the fan the following as I wanted. And then all of a sudden like 2018 happened. Yeah, cause Chops, well, I originally did an interview with Chopstar, mm -hmm. but then he wanted to take it down. So we'll do another one. Mm -hmm. And I trusted him, I was like, all right. Yeah. So we did it. So I'm grateful for that. Like, I appreciate him for coming through with that. And it was the first interview of this year. And it got, it became my biggest one too. It was like 200K. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I just think it's crazy because it was like the first one of this year. Like, I literally did it right on New Year's. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's just funny. Yeah. And right after that, I got invited to like um, a studio and Ski Master Slum God was there and Warhol and um, Kitchong, so like a bunch of other people. I did a bunch of interviews with them. And then I was, and then like my outlook became better because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you know, I'm like actually getting all these interviews. More people were watching. Mm -hmm. So it's just funny how that happened. Do you see your channel have like, having like, or do you, are you thinking about like different variety of content on your channel? Like more than you have now? Yeah, definitely. I mean, people get mad that I post, right? Like, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. They get mad. That I don't only have interviews. They're like, oh, it doesn't look professional that you have your beats on here or that you have your, you have your, you know, these kind of like the, the advice stuff. Mm -hmm. They get upset that I have that. But I'm like, a, I'm like having turmoil right now because I'm like, should I take off the stuff or should I leave it? You have know? you thought of separating it? How like Adam separate is like personal and his interviews? I have, but I mean, the whole point of having that stuff also. It's to draw more people, you know, because someone might not necessarily like be looking for a, a Lauren Engel mm -hmm. interview. They might not be searching that. I'm pretty sure they're searching up how to have confidence, mm -hmm. right? Once they see that, they're gonna be like, oh, who's Lauren? Who's Lauren? Let me check her out. What's she doing? Mm -hmm. You know? So it's like doing that extra content is bringing more audience. Like building the audience pretty mm -hmm. much.
So it's like, it's more exposure for this person. How do you see Brenna as a person since you were younger? I'm a lot less ignorant. <laughs> I just know a lot more stuff. Like, I wish I could have, like, learned a lot of stuff when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could, like, unlearn. Because honestly, like, I was very shy when I was young. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, caused me to be, like, very, like, very nervous all the time. I have a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm always, like, I'm always having, like, I'm always very anxious all the time. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Not, not right now, I don't feel really anxious. Mm -hmm. So you're better, like, dealing with better. Yeah, because I, like, when I go to, like, I yeah, I go to a lot of shows and stuff, and I do a lot of things, and I talk to all these people, but I'm, like, a ball of nerves, you know? I get, mm -hmm. like, uh, <laughs> and that's because, like, when I was younger, I was, like, I wasn't really, it's so funny I'm doing the interview right now, because I was literally talking to my boy this mm -hmm. morning about how, like, like, if I didn't, like, you know, because I was, like, he told me, like, put this post on my Instagram, right? Yeah. And I said, oh, I don't put posts that have bad grammar, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it had really bad grammar. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I don't want... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're an English person. <laughs> yeah, Like, you exactly. love, like, writing, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I'm not going to put this if it has bad grammar. He's like, oh, my bad, bro. Like, I've, I've been taught to use slang all my life. I'm like, oh, I was, you know, like, if, if I didn't, like, do my 30 minutes of reading every day, I would get, like, slapped. <laughs> yeah. Know? So I was like, <laughs> so I was like, and now I'm like over here talking about it. <laughs> what does success look like to you? Like that. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I want a house. I'm trying to move out of my house. Mm -hmm. Try to get a crib. Yeah. I want a Mercedes Benz. I forgot what. I think it was the E class. I forgot. Mm -hmm. But that's like my biggest goal right now. I really want that car. Yeah. I'm a very shallow person. <laughs> <laughs> success is a lot of money. Because, mm -hmm. you know. I feel like people lie when they say that money isn't important because why would immigrants come to America? Money buys a lot of stuff and I don't know. I just feel like, you know, being successful is having like just a lot of money. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Having a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. I want to be remembered as a person that helped Miami to collaborate. I, I feel like I'm getting there. I want people to like understand that because the way I see it is that like humans, they evolved because they're a society. Society is like a social, they're a social society. So like we wouldn't have all of this if we didn't all collaborate, if we didn't all work together. None of this would happen. Like we wouldn't have this brick wall. Like, you know, we wouldn't have all this stuff. We'd be like, we'd all be extinct, I guess. Mm -hmm. If we all just did everything by ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's always good to collaborate and to share things. Yeah. To share, like, you know. Ideas, knowledge, yeah, exactly. everything. Yeah, so that's, like, my biggest thing. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you so much. This was great. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> glad you hit me up and vice versa. Oh, no, yeah. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs>